Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. For more information, please go to greenlitpodcasts.com and... Thanks for listening. <laughs> On this episode of Super Nintendad's Pocket, the black box games of the NES launch. Okay, not so bad this time. See? Hello and welcome to another episode. Okay, okay, of- hang on, hang on. So what is, is, is Gray preparing an album? What? <laughs> What's he doing here? Is he singing the Nintendo hits? That's the second, second song, second intro from Gray where he's just bebopping and scatting <laughs> to some Nintendo he's, uh, track. He's going to follow, follow his grandfather's steps and start an acapella band soon too as well. Oh, shut up and take my money. Everyone, welcome to this episode of Super Nintendad's Pocket, where we take a little time to teach you a lot of stuff about a single topic. This week, Mike and I are having a chat about the NES launch lineup, often referred to as the Black Box Games. Right. And before uh, before you launch into this this week's lesson, uh, any fond memories of these games, aside from Mario, of course? Uh, uh, I have one that jumps out immediately, Kung Fu. Uh, oh, yeah. I love the... I love the kicks and the punches. They felt very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love I love that the guys flew off the screen. Yeah, I they love just the, uh, launch off the screen. <laughs> yeah. And I love the and the insane evil guy laughter where your girlfriend's tied up and screaming, help me, Thomas. And the guy's just like, I think that's the same sound effect from Adventures of Link. When you have the return of Ganon. Yeah, just haunting 8-bit laughter. Ugh. Yeah, the 8-bit laughter is pretty pretty scary. Yeah, it's in it's my chilling. dreams. Anything anything that pops out to you? Um, From these games, I, I the one I have the, the most fondness for, I think, is Excite Bike. And I'm not entirely sure why. I loved making the courses on it. I love the music. Creative. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. I think uh, I think that needs to be on Gray's album. <laughs> All right, done. I think we yeah. can do it. Uh, I think I heard the school bell ring, so uh, let's launch into it. All right, you got it. So Black Box Games got their name, obviously, from their uniform black color and blocky sprite graphics. In the lower left corner of each was the game series or genre designation, a one or two word description to basically clue the consumer into what to expect from the game. Right. Uh, Action, arcade, light gun, sports, uh, education, the worst. Actually, games with education tag fetch some of the most money these days. You know, I hate when you say actually. And also, I I did have Donkey Kong math and I sold it to Funko Land. Uh, It's worth, what, like seven grand today? I sold it to him for like 70 cents. And uh, thanks, Steve from Funko Land. That sounds about right. I'd love to know what Steve's doing. I wonder if he sleeps well at night knowing what he did. He's dead. He's dead. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, that got dark quickly. No surprise from you, sir. Hey, mm-hmm. Are we doing the show again from your garage with the door shut? <laughs> and then the car running? Yeah. The car running. Uh-huh. <coughs> <coughs> <Right>. <laughs> Haven't had a dream in a long time. <laughs> After the video game crash of 83, which was massive, it could have been the death of the video game industry. It was close. Yeah. But it was really, very close. Cut to today, $120 billion industry. So is it's a happy ending. Are we done with this podcast? Oh, stop it. No, 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 no. <laughs> we have a long way to go, sir. Okay. You can understand why store owners would be skeptical about having any video games for sale, especially after the bath that they took 
Oh my god, I was just thinking of the term take a bath. They really mm. took a bath on this. Why are we thinking mm. about that for some reason? I don't know. I took because... a bath on all these old Atari 2600 games. <laughs> <laughs> so, after the crash of 83, owners being skeptical that video games will ever produce viable sales again, Nintendo completely avoided using the word video games on any of the black box launch games, and even the console name, Nintendo Entertainment System, was a way of avoiding referencing video games altogether. And it totally worked for them, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it totally, they were just like, don't... It was like Basil Fawlty not mentioning the war, right? Listen, don't mention the war. I mentioned it once, but I think I got away with it, all right. So, skip to... Uh, so, so where are we? We're October 1985? October 85, the NES was released in test markets across New York, then Los Angeles by 86. The original lineup, 17 black box titles. Nintendo released black box games until 1987 for a total of 30 titles. Best launch slash launch window of all time. What's your favorite? Mine isn't this, but I want to hear what yours is first. Um, mine is Super Nintendo. I knew you were going to say Super Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, can you guess what mine is? Um, PlayStation One. Mm-mm-mm. I'll give you a hint. Nine nine ninety nine. Ah, Dreamcast. Yeah. For nice. some reason, I have uh, incredible, just such fond memories because I cut school that day to go pick up my pre-order. And it was you also like the first or second day of school. And I just totally cut out to go grab it. And I played Ready to Rumble and Power Stone oh, all Power Stone day. Was so good. Yeah. So good. Right. I just have it's just I don't know. It's one of those right time, right system launch moments. Um, you know, Nintendo, I was like a little too young for, I didn't even realize like, oh, this is something that launched, you know what I'm saying? Right. A little too young. It was just a, in my house. I had an older brother. I, yeah. yeah. The reason I picked Super Nintendo is because I remember going into like a, like a Woolworth. Do you, do you know what Woolworth is? Did you have Woolworth? It's like a, yeah. is it like not a drugs? Wool- is it not Woolworths? With an I think S? it was Woolworths. Yeah, it might've been. I don't know. <laughs> do you not? I don't, I don't have Woolworth where I'm from. Do you have S's where you're from? <laughs> um yeah no totally uh so you went in and i have no idea i'm about to see the future of video games right we've been playing 8-bit games for years it felt like at that time yeah and i walk past a television that's playing super mario world it's the first time i saw it and i was i'll I'll, i've never been that blown away having anything to do with video games and i since then yeah it was a super so super nintendo it probably was the first time uh, similar to you. I had an experience just kind of being blown away where I remember being like, wait, I can take a street fighter home. Now? Yeah, I know. Right. I know that was, yeah, that was really the thing, right? Really I was like, being they able gave to play, me like, the extra buttons arcade. to be able to play. Yeah. It was kind of like, that was the reason like you didn't need to go to the arcade anymore. Yeah. I was like never the, a big arcade kid to begin with, but like, I, always I was liked just, um, there was a place called ice cream and more. And they always had two. what else did wait? What else did they have? Video games. That was more. And food, which we'll get to. <laughs> they they always had two two games. They always had two cabinets, and they were always fighting games. So the first time I played Mortal Kombat was there. Played a tremendous amount of Street Fighter there. And then King of the Fighter, uh, King of Fighters and all that. Mm-hmm. World Heroes, a bunch of Neo Geo stuff. Mm-hmm. So every Friday after dinner, my father would bring me to Ice Cream and More, and he'd buy a coffee with five bucks, and he'd tell the guy Joe, who ran it, and this was a small little place. Imagine like uh, no bigger than like a deli. Right. So he'd give the five bucks to Joe and he'd say, give the kid the rest of, give the kid the change in quarters. 
Here's a fiver, Joe. Give the change to the kid. <laughs> yeah, give <laughs> and make sure to make sure he gets a licorice whip. I don't want him spending it all on those mechanical video games. <laughs> Keep it snappy, you son yeah. of a. Yeah, don't spend that all at the Nickelodeon, sir. <laughs> so, oh my God. so I would play for you know. Sometimes it would be like you know an hour or two hours, depending on how good I did. Sometimes it would be pretty quick. My dad would or just how good, how good the co- or how good the coffee was. Oh, his coffee was terrible, but you know he he, he, he suffered through it. <laughs> but he kind of a good sport. Yeah, he sat there and he would kind of drink his coffee and just chill out and, you know, relax at the end of the week. And mm-hmm. then we'd go home. Mm-hmm. But there's one time we went. This is the last time <laughs> the last time we went there. We walk in. Dad gives money for the coffee, gets the coffee, gives me the change. And Joe says to him, hey, Artie, you want one of these hot dogs? I'm cleaning up. I'm about to throw them out. <laughs> oh, my God. No good story starts this way. <laughs> Jesus so my dad says no you know we you know we you know we always come right after we eat dinner i i i'm definitely not hungry just the coffee's fine he goes you're sure i'm gonna throw him out i i hate to see him go for a waste and he says it's all right he says no uh, i'm fine honestly just the coffee's fine let the kid play and you know, we'll get out of here when we're done he said all right so i'm playing video games i'm kind of listening in the back because um they, they're having a conversation and then i hear him say again already come on I got three hot dogs left. I'm going to just throw them in the garbage. Why don't you eat one? My dad says, no, 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 it's fine. Uh, I'm good. Just the hot dog, just the coffee's fine. Mm-hmm. So I keep playing and uh, I look at my dad and he's looking like he's getting a little frustrated. And I could tell when it's like, all right, I may have still have some quarters in my pocket, but it may also be time to go. Well, no one likes hot dog pressure. No one fair. likes hot dog pressure. No, hot Nobody. dog stress is the worst stress. It's yeah. You're at a ball game. It's like how many? It's like, yeah, you know, leave, leave me alone. Yeah. yeah, it's not a comfortable situation to be. So here I am. Continuing to play. From what I remember, I was doing very well. Now, hear Joe say to my dad again, Artie, three hot dogs. You gonna make me throw them all in the garbage? So my dad goes, You know what? Give me a hot dog. Give me one of them just to shut him up. <laughs> Gives him the hot dog. Maybe my dad takes one bite to be polite. Yeah. About 20 minutes later, I wrap up. I said, All right, Pops, I'm ready to go. He says, All right, let's get out of here. He says, So my dad says, All right, Joe, I'll see you. See you next week. Thanks for the hot dog. And he goes, Hey, Artie, about a buck fifty for that hot dog. <laughs> Oh my god, what a jerk. What a jerk. Holy cow. Yeah. That's, and so what is he like a used car salesman now? What a I, what Yeah, a I mean he must be. There's there's been move. there's been times where I've told that story like while drinking and I've extended it to like 45 minutes. <laughs> Cause that's I think about how long the whole thing took. Um but oh when he I, I remember my dad looking at me and, and I went, I wanted to basically just say, Well, Joe, being there, I'll never see you again. Thanks for everything over the past two years of you being here and that's the hot dog story oh my god that's the hot dog story what are we talking about okay um the amazing amount of variety yeah the amount i think the 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 amount of games that they release and of course the more interesting thing is the variety of these games i mean it's obvious nintendo was trying to appeal to everyone in the family after all their Japanese console was called the Family Computer or Famicom. Um, But I think more importantly, they were trying to find their audience, which are who is going to flock to this console and play these games. Is it going to be sports fans? Yeah. Yeah. Is it going to be action adventure fans? Are people going to really dig the education (laughs) titles? Right. People going to cozy up to this robot that Mm -hmm. broke immediately? Yeah. I can't wait to do some more math on this thing. (laughs) Right. Really crunching the numbers. Yeah. Um, um yeah. yes. So I think that was really the them just trying to figure out what was gonna click uh and with whom. 
the black box games now have achieved iconic status, but the reason, again, they were designed that way has everything to do with marketing. A large part of the video game crash of 83 had to do with misleading box and cartridge arts. People didn't know what they were getting. Right, exactly. I'm looking at you, Air Sea Battle Combat for the Atari 2600. <laughs> That's a really good pull. That's yeah. amazing, amazing cover art, incredible yeah, illustration, yeah. and a pocket a whole episode book. probably onto itself. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, a whole book on Atari uh, video game art. It, it, yeah. Like they, they looked amazing, but then you put it in, and uh, yeah, you're looking at the like a uh, the Lucky Charms at the bottom of a cereal bowl. Sure, that's sure. kind of what what the Atari was able to achieve. Yep, exactly. You know, I like the fact that Nintendo, in order to come out of this this crash and kind of build some more trust. They took the course of just being incredibly upfront with their customers. They created the box art, which is entirely made from chunky sprites from the game. And basically the box exclaimed, this is what you see is what you get. Yeah. And they threw the seal of quality on there uh, to show gamers that it had, it had quote, met quality control standards in terms of basic programming and that the games would be suitable for the entire family and thus free of a objectionable content. Um, and uh, it really didn't mean that much at all, but at least it guaranteed the games work because I had some Atari cartridges that I put in that were real, <laughs> that were real piles, they were real yeah. fart sandwiches that just never yeah. worked. <laughs> fart at least sandwiches. It, yeah, at least, it, at least it made you feel like you put the game in, it was going to work, and then Nint- Nintendo was going to stand behind it. So, um, you know, they were, they were trying to control, uh, you know, this, the, putting, the bo- putting the art right there on the front, uh, the real game, in-game art on the front, and putting that seal of quality Um you know, uh, it was a brilliant strategy, I think. Yeah, their their entire strategy was built around minimizing disappointment. <laughs> and it's, right. sa- it sounds incredibly trite, but it was actually the only move that would work after the 83 crash. Yeah. Was, I mean, you look at the pixel art on some of those black box games and, you know, they're not great. They're iconic now because we've grown up with them or because they've achieved that status after being around for so long. But yeah, they didn't look great, but you knew that's what it was going to be. Here's another great show you can check out right here on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Hey, Benito. I've been reading the Bible lately, and nobody ever told me how many talking dogs and wizard battles were in this thing. Well, Chris, you know what I always say. If you can understand Star Wars, you can understand the Bible. Apocrypals, part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. We both have some pretty good memories of these games. I, they, I mean, they look great on the shelf. It, it, you always wanted to spin them around, check them out. Uh, we, we ran them by our kids, uh, <laughs> right, for this episode uh, with uh, mixed results. Um, we want to get their their coveted seal of approval. Uh, so I chose a black box game, and you chose one, right? So I chose Ten Yard Fight, and I played with uh, I played with Gabe. We played it uh, to make it fun, a little bit more fun. We upped the odds in the we played it all night, so we call it Ten Yard Night. Uh, I let him stay up all night, and we uh, and we and we played this one it's one amazing. simple football it's game amazing. for like nine hours. Um, that's and, something uh, you'll always remember, though. That that you made a memory that night. That's what I'm saying. Well, I like you know. While I like to torture the game, I also like that you know the gaming brings us together, and uh, we have a lot of laughs when we do. So you know, it's it's not all night trap and uh, you know Willow two rewrites, uh, but. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, so that was that was my experience. But you and you and Gray, uh, you actually you picked something probably a little bit more classic. 
I did. I gave him Donkey Kong mostly because he's really into Donkey Kong at the moment. So mm-hmm. it was kind of good to see the beginning of it. Um, right. But he's he's smitten by the whole thing. So, yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun. We did Donkey Kong all day long. Nice. Ten yard night and Donkey Kong all day long. OK, so let's uh, let's start with uh, Ten Yard Night. Okay, so you lost the first game, 14-0. You gonna come back strong in this one? What are we doing? I don't know the buttons. There's two buttons. It's like I throw anything and they intercept it. Life isn't fair. Neither is 10-yard fight. Neither is the fact that I just ripped this chip bag wide open by mistake. One hour in. 20-something minutes. The Doritos are the only thing that's keeping me awake. And I'm still thinking, we have cake upstairs. Interception? What? <laughs> what I do, hand you the football? You take it. I couldn't even see. Why did my guy die like 10 minutes early? You know what I don't understand? The game only goes one way, right? But they still made the football helmet upside down at the 50. Way to go, guys. All the designers are dead. Things are really picking up at 4.30 in the morning. What are you thinking? And you just lost your sixth game of 10-yard fight. I was also half asleep most of the time. So was I. They no, I think you were doing your best. They don't even want my football first anymore. I think you were trying your best. I think I was half asleep, and you were trying your best, and I beat you. Question. Yes. If you could have an all-night gaming session with anybody, alive or dead, ever, who would it be? You. Me? That's very nice of you. Could have been anybody. Yeah, you're the only person I share video games with on a daily basis. Well, I love you too. Let's go. Oh, okay. That's good. I thought you were going to say Dan TDM. Yeah, like I said, you guys made a memory. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, it was a lot of fun. And it's amazing that people used to buy these games and play them, like, to the extent that we play, like, a Grand Theft Auto today. Because it was a very, like, Ten Yard Fight is not much of anything, you know? I, I, mm-hmm. It's not even, I don't think it's, like, a full football field or even the right amount of guys. Yeah, it's not the right <laughs> amount of guys. <laughs> not at all. It's just, yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very weird. Um, but, like, can you imagine, like, the hours that people they bought this they put it in they're like oh my god they probably yeah, played and, it all and weekend adult, adults too i mean yeah, yeah. this was the, the the sports games specifically were kind of really in that same sweet spot of market right uh yeah so that was that was 10 yard night very cool it sounds like it was a lot of fun we had just as much fun i think this is donkey kong all day long let's check it out oh yeah mario time Hello and welcome to the Super Nintendad's Entertainment Podcast. My name is Todd Hunt, and joining me today is my five-year-old son, Grayson. Hello, I'm very happy to be here. And I am happy to have you here. We've been playing Donkey Kong all day long, and Grayson has a few thoughts. You ready to share them, buddy? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so first, what did you think about the game? Great. I think it's a very good game. 
Excellent. And I know that there was a character in there that you've been playing a lot of in other games. Who was that? Pauline. <laughs> That's right. And Pauline's from what other game? Mario Cappy. Otherwise known as? The Mayon Mario Cappy New Donk City. <laughs> That's right. And there was another character that you know in there. Who was it? Donkey Kong from the ending of it, the finale. But in this game, Donkey Kong was... A bad guy, and he was in the finale, too, because he needed to defeat him. That's right. And there's one other person that you know in the, in the game. Who is it? Mario. The fourth game Mario was ever in. And Gray, did you know that Mario's name wasn't Mario in this game? It was actually just Jumpman. Oh, that sounds cool. Is it cooler than Mario? Well, no, Mario's very cool. Why does Donkey, how does Donkey Kong throw the barrels? I don't know. What do you think he's thinking when he's throwing them? Maybe like that he wants to defeat Mario so Mario doesn't get the mayo and, and Cappy, but just, it's not the, it's not a mayo in this game. That's right. So Grayson, what do you think Mario is thinking during this game? That he wants to get Pauline, but Donkey Kong actually gets Pauline before Mario can. That's right. And what does Mario say every time? Oh yeah, Mario time. That's right. And did you have fun playing it? Yep, I did. It was well, a lot of fun. But what did you think? You said it was a little... Tough. Yeah. How long but did it take Daddy to beat the first level? Like, it took him... One try. <laughs> I don't think so. It took me more than that. Did you get to beat the level? Nope, I never did in my life, but he got up to new levels. Do you want to try again later? Uh-huh. Excellent. So, overall, what do you think of Donkey Kong all day long? Good, but are we going to play any other games? <laughs> Absolutely. Anything you want. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Well, that's it for this segment of Super Nintendad's Entertainment Podcast. Remember, gaming should be fun. See you soon. <laughs>